Gatorade. Perfect. I got them out of my car like Perfect for the occasion. 10 minutes ago and put them in the fridge, but they did not cool down. So. It's alright. It's a nice hot summer day for a nice hot summer drink. That's correct. So, I'm going to tell you this now because I always end up having to tell my guests this after like 10 minutes of trying not to be rude. Right. Um, is you want to talk into the blue light. Perfect. That's, okay. See how. Yeah. I'm glad you told me that. Or yeah. I would have been rude Because people time. always just like talk like this or they like try to talk into the top. Right. And the top kind of works, but like that's where the. The best audio is right here. I can hear yeah. it too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So would you please introduce yourself and, you know, your right. name, what you um, do. I'm Theron Browning. Uh, I'm currently a student at IEPY in Indianapolis. I'm majoring in media arts and sciences with a specialization in digital storytelling. Jason here, the host, is a longtime friend of mine. We grew up together. We were both homeschooled, and our families know each other pretty well. So I'm honored to be here and to... Is there a catchphrase for the show? <laughs> no, not really. There is at the end, but All not, right. not really at the end. We'll get there then. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to do this, though. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll attempt to pop plastic caps right. on three. So um, would you like to count up to three for us? Yeah. Let me figure out how to do this. I feel like I need two hands, but I need to... Yeah, kind... Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. You said three, so I had to pop right then. <laughs> It doesn't have the same yeah. fizzly effect. Check out part two when we get that right. <laughs> I love Gatorade, though. Actually, fun fact, I just told Jason this off the air, but I don't even like soda, so it kind of worked out for me. Yep. And really, I grew up my entire life not liking soda, basically until Eileen and Isaac got married and all they had was Coke in their house that I, <laughs> did I start actually liking it. <laughs> it's it's so, just one of those things that, you know, when it's around enough, you tend to right. start noticing it more if you if you're not used to it like bubbles just hurt like yeah. you don't you don't want carbonization exactly. i don't i hate carbonated water and all that stuff oh god i mean hate's a strong word i shouldn't use that because <laughs> if i'm really thirsty and a coke's there i'll drink it right but yeah um so did anything interesting happen to you this week this week that's an interesting yeah. okay i was i was gauging the whole year as soon as you started that <laughs> sentence but this week man okay Let's see. Well, I went to the pool a couple days ago, and I can't say anything super interesting happened there, but I went down every single water slide here at Burdette Park in Evansville, so that was pretty cool. Cool, cool. That's as cool as it gets on a weekly basis for me, though. <laughs> what about you? What about this um, week? Let's see. Pretty exciting for me okay. is I bought a house this week. You bought so a house? So that's kind of a big... Wow, that big should be step. our topic for the whole podcast. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, so that that was a big step for me. Okay, um, where are you living at? So I'm probably not going to move in there right away. Right. I'm going to rent it out at first because oh, I don't want to live by myself. I'm very single. and <laughs> um, <laughs> But you could make money off of it, right? And make right. A profit. So if I'm renting it out, that basically pays my mortgage for me. That's so, perfect. So, yeah, that should work out great. Yeah. And then in the future, when you do want a house, then there you go. Right, exactly. That sounds exactly. perfect. Wow. Yep, yep. Um, so I'll probably cut this out so people don't know where my house is. <laughs> right. But I'll tell you, it's on. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. This location that's going to be bleeped out is yes. it's really nice because you'll still be around 
impact of the people that matter in your life. So, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big step for me. Um, anything else interesting happened this week? So this was just frustrating. So our church group is going to camp this week. They left this morning. I I wasn't able to go because my coworker was out of town for like this week and he was supposed to come back tonight. And really? so I couldn't go because I was going to have to cover for him during this time. Well, he ended up coming back this morning. So I could have gone wow. anyway. Well, I mean, you did everything that you could in the I, moment. I mean, yeah. you, for as far as that you've known, you know, there's nothing you could have yeah. done. But, but on that his was, part, that's pretty salty that he didn't let yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that sucked. That that was rough. And a, a couple of my friends that, like, we've gotten pretty close this year, and they're both moving as soon as camp ends. Oh, and so, man. like, that was going to be, like, a last time to get to spend time with them and stuff, and then they're just gone now. So that... Wow. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, well, we're not going to drop that guy's name in case he's watching. But. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't think he watches the podcast, but <laughs> maybe one day he'll see it and yeah. be like, dang, didn't know it was that big of a deal. But <laughs> Maybe you can have your friends on for a podcast before they leave this week. I know two in one week would be a lot, but... Yeah, well, they get back Friday, so that'd probably right not happen and they were camp. they were the second to last guests on the podcast both of okay. them i had both of them on just, right just okay, like two cool. weeks ago so yeah yeah that was fun all right so we have one question <laughs> we probably have more but i can't see them um and that was your top 10 players in the nba right now top 10 okay well i'm gonna go i'm gonna <laughs> go ground up all right um Let's say John Morant is 10 because I really like John Morant. I was the first. I saw him play um, in college. Actually, he played in Evansville at the Ford Stadium whenever he was, I think it was Murray State is where he was. Um, I got to watch his last uh, college game. So that, for me personally, was just cool to watch. I saw his parents and stuff. And then um, for the other nine, (laughs) (laughs) the other nine, let's just say, is it all time or current? Current, yeah, currently in Let's playing. say LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, okay. LeBron James, okay. LeBron James, LeBron James, and okay. LeBron James. All right, all right. I totally know at least 10 basketball players, <laughs> by the way. That was, that was just for fan service. Right, thing. right. We got a lot of LeBron James fans. What about you, though? So Are you LeBron James fan? I, I am not a LeBron James fan. I don't like LeBron. Okay, we well can just but, cut my part out then. But I still have to put him at number one because it's kind of undeniable how good he is. He is a successful but he's basketball definitely, player. Yes, but he's definitely number two all time. I know we're talking about right now, but he's definitely number two all time. I've studied the advanced metrics to the hilt of you can study them, and he's definitely number two. And he's solidly number two, but he's number two. And then and then number two, I got Steph Curry. It's definitely solidifying him as a top ten all time in my mind, getting his mm-hmm. finals MVP and his fourth ring. Um, number three, I know everyone is gonna wanna say Kevin Durant. And I kinda I kinda gotta go with that too. Yeah. I mean you're naming like household names. You yeah. Know, everyone knows these names. Kevin so. Durant also a very great player 
you know, I'd, another player don't really like, but can't really deny his greatness. Um, number four, let's go Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Number five, I'm going uh, Giannis. No. Number five, I'm going Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Okay. Number six, He's I'm tall. going Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number seven, I'm going Kawhi Leonard. Did I already say Leonard? I don't no, know. I'm going to check the footage. I don't going, think so, though. I'm going Leonard for seven, eight. I really don't want to put Harden in my top ten. <laughs> um, but I guess Harden, Paul George, and then probably John Morant on no Luca. Luca definitely over Harden and yeah. John Morant at my 10 and okay. taking Harden out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He didn't have to be in the list now. Right, yeah. That works out. All right. Well, what would you say is your most uh what memory sticks in your brain the most from when you were a child? Like just Okay. Just like oh. one memory when you're like, "Man, child being a kid was awesome." Actually, it's it's funny that you brought that up, but like I said earlier, we um, were really good friends growing up, so I made a lot of my good memories in our childhood, and a lot of them were actually here, not specifically in this house, but uh, what the camera can't see is there's a nice giant yard here with with animals and, and many acres of land, and we got to run free as homeschoolers. <laughs> we would just, you know, take our free time and spend it in the woods and, and go do all that crazy stuff. I think one memory that sticks in my mind is when you and I and your sister Eileen and my siblings, Wyatt, Braden, and Oakley, we were all out there in the woods and we found this puddle of water and being the nature savvy kids we were, we thought, oh, let's drink from it like we're oh like my we're gosh. surviving or something. <laughs> Our parents were livid. They 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 were not very happy when they found out we drunk water from a sitting puddle in the woods. But yeah, that, that's one of the good ones there. And just any memory we have swimming in the <laughs> lake, those are those are good times. Yeah, it's if you wonder why we have any problems, <laughs> it's probably from drinking yeah. out of that puddle. We're I like, would, oh, this water is perfectly exactly. clear. <laughs> it must be from a spring and perfectly filtered here in Midwest Indiana. I would not be surprised if I had a parasite to this day still. Certainly, certainly. <laughs> yeah, one of one of mine that really sticks in my brain is just that one day we re played jumping over that ditch like all day long do you remember that yeah the down there we just like ran and would jump across the ditch and jump back and we did that like all day long one day for no that reason was so fun yeah those are good memories though i yeah. remember you your dad and all his friends would um play paintball and i was always too scared to get hit by paintball but i always like deep down wanted to play so bad uh-huh but all I could do is airsoft. <laughs> yeah, paintball is more painful though. I, in my opinion, I, I mean, it depends. Right. When you have like an automatic airsoft gun, it's like right here, and they stick in your skin. That's painful. But like the paintballs, you just have this big bruise from every hit. So right. I don't know. It's kind of more damaging. It's got to be but, tough enough to shot to get shot out of a gun, but then right. You know, it's, it's pretty heavy explode. and it's got to be shot and explode and yeah um for sure um let me think of a question here 
Let's talk. Can I ask you questions? Oh, yeah. You can go off whatever you would like to. All right. So earlier, I don't remember if you said this on the podcast or not, but earlier you said you have two jobs. So right. one at the farm. And so so tell me about those jobs and your favorite aspects of both and what you ultimately prefer more than the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely got to make sure my boss doesn't watch this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at the farm, I milk cows um, and just like take care of cows and chickens and pigs and just about every aspect um, of their lives. And um, it's just me and one other guy out there. So milking cows can be very burdensome, especially when your coworker goes on vacation and right. uh so that because they have to be milked twice a day and so going out there morning and evening seven days a week every day if you don't have a second person um we actually have four people that milk because we have two guys that help cover on the weekends mm-hmm. but like this weekend all three of them were on vacation so i i had to work seven days straight this this week and that was exhausting i imagine with all the other things I have going on <laughs> right now. So it's sounding like your other job's better, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that job is basically just work hard and that's it. But what I do really like about my farm job, well, number one, pays more. <laughs> number two, um, I get to listen to like podcasts and lectures and stuff while I'm working because it's not like a super brain heavy job i don't have to interact with my coworker very much except for just like planning what we're gonna do for the next hour so in that way i get to learn a lot while i'm working and things like that so i'm kind of i'm educating myself and making money making at the, the same best time. use of your time yeah yeah and so for that reason i really like my farm job um but as far as the actual work goes i don't like it that much except that i'm getting to use the skills that I've learned living on a farm my whole life, you know, I'm getting to use exactly, yeah, those things. So that's cool. But my other job, where I work at an after-school program, it's just a lot more fulfilling. You know, you're helping children learn and be a role model to them, and you know, getting to plan things for them and plan games for them, and that's a lot of fun. And it's just more social environment, and I right. I like social environments. I'm not necessarily great socially, but you no, know, but yeah, I, 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 it's I, more I enjoyable. That. And you know, it's inside that helps when right. it's a hundred degrees out. And yeah, that's that's really interesting <laughs> your answer because it it really goes to show you know how you can r- truly see the pros and cons to both sides of anything in life. You know, yeah. being able to take the positive out of sitting in a hot barn and milking a cow all day <laughs> is pretty hard, and not many people can actually find positive aspects in life like that but that's really cool yeah yeah i do i do enjoy both of my jobs but yeah if i had to pick one i would definitely go with the after school program because i mean you're you're getting great skills from both but right yeah yeah now i got another question okay who's your favorite boss just kidding (laughs) don't answer that (laughs) so you're going to school that's right. Full time. That's right. Do you have to work also while you're up yeah, there? Actually, or, yeah, actually. So I'm glad you asked that. Um, it's something I didn't say earlier. I'm also employed at the school. 
Um, I am a SOIC, which is the School of Informatics and Computing. It's just abbreviated. I am the SOIC Media and Arts um, intern, which pretty much is just my major with an intern at the end of it. What's cool about that, though, is I get to work um, in the career services uh, portion of my school. And through career services, we may, our main job is to share internship and job opportunities with fellow students and alumni and just keeping newsletters up to date on like events that are coming up so being able like what i do in my job there is i will do a little bit of journalism by writing the emails that we send out to students um, i do graphic design by creating the post like so my boss will give me the information and then i have to make it look engaging and then i run our instagram account our tiktok account our LinkedIn account and the experiences I'm getting through that is really beneficial but what I like the most about it like from as a student is I'm the first person that gets to see new scholarship opportunities or new internship opportunities like uh, since I'm the one making these con this content to be posted I actually get to receive it first and that's that's a really interesting dynamic for my school life and I've actually helped other students in my classes get internships or scholarships just because I was in the know. So right. that's really cool. That's awesome. And it's, yeah. a, it's a paid internship. I really highly recommend that you never do an unpaid internship. There's no reason to do work for free. People, there's plenty of bosses and employers out there that'll be happy to pay you for an internship position. Yeah, because even if it's not very much, just the fact that you're getting yeah. paid at all is very... <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's really it's resumeable experience to have an internship too. And right. most... Yeah. Uh, colleges make sure you have at least one internship before you graduate like my school I have to have three so interesting very cool so I am applying for one college this year I had one I was looking at but then they I didn't agree with their doctrine statement it's Bible college and which I was kind of okay with not agreeing with their doctrine statement but then they once I like got through the application process and stuff, they um, and I said, "Hey, I disagree with your doctrine statement here." They sent me another uh, piece of paperwork that was basically a contract that said that I wouldn't, because um, you have to be a member of a church while you're attending there as well. Um, that I couldn't be a member of a church that disagreed with their doctrine statement. That's interesting. And for that reason, I was like. Sorry, but no. <laughs> right. Um, oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna go to church where I want to go to church. I thought I was gonna be able to learn here and then have my yeah. own personal life, also. You know, so. It's interesting that they'd be so seclusive. Right. It was being at Bible college and everything. Right. It was really interesting because they are de non-denominational, but they're like strict non-denominational. Doesn't? <laughs> Do they know what non-denomination? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so that funny. is different. So now I'm applying for. Uh, place called College of the Ozarks which is actually a work college okay um, it's also it's a Christian college it's not necessarily a Bible college but um, so you actually work for your tuition so nobody there pays tuition cool. but you work four hours a day and then go to school like six hours or something like that and that pays for your room and board and everything that's awesome. So, yeah. That sounds like a really structured experience. I hope that yeah. you get to do that. So that would be really cool, but they only have an 11% acceptance rate. So, wow. yeah, not... 
Well, not hey, not great chances for me, me, but to me, you're one percent. You're <laughs> so, the top one percent, so, so you that should, would be you great. Make it. But yeah, so that's a cool school. I would. I think I'm going to major in psychology. That's what I'm looking at right now, and probably minor in music. Those would but, be, both be perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah, and mainly the reason I would do psychology is because. Uh, I love statistics, as we've already learned in this <laughs> um, discussion, and I'm very good at statistics, and psychology is uh, one of the main places you can use statistics. It's kind of applied statistics, mm-hmm. and it's, a, you know, you learn a lot more in psychology than you just would, you know, and most just, Bible colleges aren't going to have a statistics program centered toward, like, sports or something like that, so that... That's the main reason right. I would go with psychology. Also, I've just been studying it myself too, and it's very interesting mm-hmm. to me. So, yeah. well, I mean, if you go down a career path with a major that's close enough to what you actually want, you'd be surprised to find out how successful you could still be. Like, mm-hmm. what I've found in my experience at college is that though a lot of people have a hard time concrete deciding what they want to do for the rest of their life, and they're switching their majors back and forth. But at the end of the day, like if you graduate college and you have a degree in something, that's like 50% of all of it. I mean, yeah, you, you get experiences <laughs> right, right. and you learn and you take from that and you grow. But like being able to just put on paper like, oh, I have a bachelor in this, that that employers are going to love that. And a lot of the times if you get a job, if you, they find you qualified and you don't know how to do a certain skill or task, they'll just teach you. So it sounds like if you were to pursue psychology, you could still turn it into what you really want to do. Right, right. Analytics and stuff. You should look into sociology. That's, isn't that kind of like psychology, but with a lot of people? Yes, they're kind of the, psychology's really broadened recently, though, to where it's kind of become a mostly analytical field of uh, you know, asking, uh, surveying large groups of people and coming up with statistics and just, uh, thinking of all the different ways to apply statistics because, you know, you can't really get like the truth on most things, especially subjective things or, true. you know, people are very complex. So it's very hard to get the truth. So you have to look at statistics to, just get some perspective on a certain topic and um so a lot of times people really they'll they'll do something uh with their statistics you know they'll survey in a way to get the answer they expect right and it's really really easy to do you might not even know you're doing it but um and so you have to think of all the different variables that actually add into that equation you know and so that's a really big part of psychology and uh you know to actually get a result to learn something yeah and even in <laughs> science know. in general you know like yeah it, i mean there I, I remember in my health class this last semester we learned about um not trusting certain like diets that are instant right you know that instantly work and right. then they, they these people who are selling the product will take um like a scientific um, oh, I lost my thoughts. Hold on, cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh they'll take like 
one group and like say of three people and and give them and then two out of the three experience some major weight loss or something then they can just throw it on the label like oh it's this effective when in reality you need to survey like a mass of people correct yeah and also um was gonna say it's just like when we really overlook stuff when we look for one result so like you know you might have something like ooh hey this treats cancer this works on cancer it kills cancer and it's right. like well it also kills people you know right like yeah. you know it also you know what else is it doing is it destroying your tongue for some reason you know or you know who knows what else it's doing you have to think of what all you know there's a lot of almost infinite sides to everything but right you know you have to find that balance there <laughs> psychology sounds pretty interesting <laughs> it, it is it can be and it's it's so heavily applied too because it can just teach you about people in general and exactly. why they make certain decisions and why you know so i love putting myself in other people's shoes like i'm not the best at it or anything but right. it's it's really nice to be able to you know show some empathy and being able right. to actually imagine if you're in someone else's position in life and what they may right. have gone through it's it's really helpful tool as humans just to try to understand others and, right yeah because usually if we understand what a person feels like or what they're going through we can not we can choose not to do the things that are hurting them you know like if you're in a right. relationship and the person says hey when you do that that really hurts me like you're probably not going to do it but if they never tell you that then you're probably just going to keep doing it because you don't exactly. know that that hurts them you know yeah and so of course you can't do that on a very massive scale because exactly <laughs> you know you can say one thing you know and you know can't offend one person mm -hmm. obviously that's not you know that's not super that's hard where perspective that's, comes that's in pretty play. hard actually to not offend one person you right. know but if you're in a relationship you can talk about it understand yeah. what that person's going through how about 10 people who yeah. that's like a polyamorous that's, that's a little bit <laughs> <laughs> well just just like speaking in general i mean you know right. just being social you know you talk to 10 people and you have to speak in a way to not offend 10 people you know right well what about think about the, the presidents and, and well people think about Congress. the entire world well right. you that you can't say anything exactly you know so at the end of the day you're going to offend people right. no matter what you say you know and that's, that's we've all right experienced that as being true <laughs> true but i mean so. at the end of the day like you can't please everybody you know no. at, at, at you some point will. you have to choose which battles you're going to fight which ones are worth it to you yep and you got to stay on that hill or you might lose yourself because if you yeah. just try to live life appeasing everyone else oh that person said they didn't like my opinion so i'm going to change my opinion right you well know, you that person like that. said they don't like that opinion yeah. so now what are you can so do now yeah. which side am i on yeah so exactly it's important to find yourself and yep. and stay concrete in your faith and beliefs and stuff like yep. that yep the people that you're close to is what you gotta you know focus on for sure um I was going to say something. <laughs> we'll and cut this I part out, too. <laughs> um, I was going to say, oh, yeah, like, actually, yeah, obviously you can't please everyone. And honestly, I don't know that you could really even please one person perfectly. Like, I don't think there's one person in the world that has 
all exactly the same opinion on everything with one other person. Right. You know, that there's no one that's actually exactly the same in yeah. every aspect, you know. And I that's, think more more than less opinions aren't even as impor- as important as actions, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you become friends with someone because you see how they act towards others and it's like, right. "Oh, that seems like a friendly person or that's my type of person I want to be around." Right. And you know, I mean, having opinions is nice and all, but sometimes, <laughs> I don't know, to contradict what I said earlier, sometimes maybe opinions aren't as as deep as we think they are to be, you know, right. show, if, if someone's opinion is that you're not nice and you show kindness, then other people aren't going to agree with them, you know? Yeah, 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 it depends where it's applied, because like you said, the actions part is kind of where the rubber hits meets the road, like if you, you know, you might have an opinion on how a certain fish treats another fish at the bottom of the ocean but it doesn't matter you know you might disagree on that but it doesn't really matter because you're you're never going to interact with that exactly so unless unless it's something you're actually interacting with on at you know at some point (laughs) it's not very valuable opinion yeah. And definitely not a hill to die on, <laughs> as we just said a second ago. I like these metaphors we're coming up with. These are good. <laughs> yeah. We started talking about the NBA, and now we're on a whole <laughs> philosophical adventure talking about <laughs> the meaning of life. For sure. All right, so. Alligators. Yes. Got anything? <laughs> alligators, yeah, actually. Um, so I went to Florida this spring. It was actually my first spring break, and I paid for it myself with my new job and everything, which it costed pretty much an arm and a leg, everything I had at the time, but it was just worth it to me, you know, going with all my college friends to Florida. And there weren't any alligators, but there was this cool shop that sold a lot of alligator parts, you know, alligator heads, claws, and stuff. Maybe that's where they all went. But um, I did end up buying one of the claws as a souvenir for my mom from vacation, you know, because if I go places, I like to, like, I can't get everyone something, but sometimes I'm like, oh, mom would like to know that I thought of her when I was here or something. So, yeah. Right, right. And um, alligators are apparently the perfect specimen because they haven't adapted at all (laughs) since God created them. Yep. They just, yeah. They're a big reptile. I, I mean... Go ahead. I was going to say something. I just saw this video the other day, too. And this guy was doing a social experiment on alligators. And he made a suit. Like, it, it almost looked like a ghillie suit, but with an alligator, like, fake alligator parts. But, I mean, it was clearly a man in an alligator costume. But <laughs> his experiment is that he would go and swim around with the alligators. And he did that. And, you know, he had a little hat on that looked like an alligator head. And he would swim around. And he stayed on all fours on his belly. And they didn't, like act or like didn't think anything negative towards this man and then he stood up on two legs showing that he was a human and then they all like skedaddled (laughs) into the water maybe i if i have it i'll send you the link you might be able to put it in the video but it was really interesting to see that that is interesting yeah animal psychology is a whole nother yeah it's a whole different branch (laughs) it's it's pretty wild i mean how does the cow feel when you really milk it does it want to be milked i don't know yeah it's (laughs) For real. Well, I would say definitely yeah. they do want to be milked. True. I have, I mean, maybe not the first time, but 
after the first time they're like oh they're actually relieving me so so what's the science behind how you can make a cow keep milking like doesn't the body naturally produce milk whenever they know they have babies is there a way to trick them or right so they have to have a baby to start um, okay producing milk and then you know their body just produces as much milk as the baby drinks basically so uh you just act as the baby and if you nurse forever they'll keep producing milk forever wow. okay. but um you know different problems come up like mastitis and things like that so they have to be dried up every once in a while preferably once a year so you have them uh get pregnant uh takes about three months after their first not after their first after every baby before they can get pregnant again and so then you can get them pregnant and so then their gestation is 10 months so you usually try to give them about two months of being dry so basically from the time they have a baby you have almost a year to milk them and then you can dry them up and give them a little break before they have their okay. next baby. Cool. And that keeps yeah. population circulating mm-hmm. in the cow community, so that's pretty cool. Yep. That's correct. You know what I'm tempted to do? What's that? Might get a little bit of audio version only special here, but just go turn off the camera for a second and check for questions. Let's do and it. Come back. Yeah. I'll stay seated so I don't mess anything up. I'm just going to keep the Mac running. I'll also turn my ringer off because I heard it buzz earlier. Oh, man. (laughs) Maybe we won't do that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's based on current events, you can probably guess. Actually, there's a lot of current events that keep on happening. Well, yeah. Wait, current events in our life or no, in the world? Yeah, major current events recently. Having to do with laws. Hmm. Now I got it. Well, <clears throat> here's another psychology. <laughs> Most of your followers, are they for or against it? We got to find out who to appeal to. <laughs> I try stay away from politics in general just like I'm not afraid to talk about it if it like yeah. the, the topic really goes there and I like have to give an example mm-hmm. but like if someone just asks a political question straight up it's like yeah it's and they're not really, on the podcast so it's not really the topic of my right podcast let other podcasts do that right exactly other There's, people are doing if you that you want to hear about politics you can go listen yeah. to Ben Shapiro or <laughs> but I, I imagine this podcast is going to be titled something like Milk and Cows, Psychology and Alligators. Something like that. Yeah. At the end, we can do like a really clickbaity pose, too. <laughs> so, this is a question that we get a lot, but I've, and, and I've answered it like eight different ways. I don't know if I have another answer for it right now. I might. But I would just like to see if you have any, um, just like, the funniest story of your life. Oh, wow. Just like, just like a wild story. That I can say on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'll, let you, I'll tell you this. On audio version, we leave it unedited. Okay. Because it's just 
it's a kind of a different audience on the audio right, version. Right, right. And then the video version, we cut out anything that's, okay. you know. Funny stories. I got I believe it or not, you know, I'm a really funny guy. <laughs> I can, I could come up with some good stories, but I want to give you guys a real one. So I'm going to sit here and think. I'm going to do one that's very um, incriminating of myself. I'm going to do a story <laughs> that I'm not going to leave out any any um details it's just gonna be a complete story about me and it's funny for everyone else but probably not me at the time but it's <laughs> looking back on it, it's funny right right that's how most of them are okay so gosh i don't even know if i want to say it out loud <laughs> um <clears throat> i'm sitting here th- trying to think of a different story because the first <laughs> one that came to my head i'm like gosh all right audio listeners you can listen to this one so not gonna bring any names into it but i had a girlfriend in the past and i hope she's not watching this <laughs> i never told her this but Ooh. so i Dang. this girl i dated for a couple of years but like earlier in the relationship you know how things are in a relationship when you're kind of first starting it's you know it can be awkward you can be embarrassed about many things well i was at my girlfriend's house and we were doing like a family game night playing board games and all this stuff and her mom made this really good mexican dinner and this cuisine was not sitting right in my stomach. I had to go to the bathroom. But I was just a couple weeks into the relationship. I didn't want to go to the bathroom at her house. And sorry if you're not into potty humor, just wait. So eventually I couldn't even like think about it. Like I had to go. So I was like, yeah, I need to go to the bathroom, you know. Ran back to the furthest one because I knew it was coming. I didn't want anyone to know anything about it. I was so embarrassed. And I pretty much just let loose. Um, and I and I was like, oh, man, you know, thinking I got away with it. And I turn around. And I got some on the wall. I'm so sorry if you're watching right now. I'm so sorry. I cleaned it off, I swear. But I was planning on taking that one to the grave. You didn't even laugh. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a horror story. It is a horror story. Gosh, she's... That would be, that'd be rough. I know. I mean, just the feeling, the fear that I had in the moment. I was like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just dookied on this on my girlfriend's wall. Well, like, how do I get out of this situation? At least you were competent enough to notice. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really that bad if been you worse. didn't notice. Okay, I got, I got a story right along these lines. Is just on Thursday. This was traumatizing for me. So I play basketball twice a week. And at this gym, we play basketball at. We were playing basketball, ran down the court, and there was toilet paper on the court. And, you know, you think, you know, you just grab it, throw it off, something's on the court. You know, I didn't think anything about it. I grabbed that thing. And it had poop on it. Wow. And, Some people. And so I'm in the middle of a basketball game. I just grabbed this and threw it. And I'm just like, I just couldn't believe what just happened. Like someone either ran out of the bathroom with their pants I, down or they yeah, carry like a what? piece of dookie in a toilet paper roll in their pocket or something. I mean, yeah. how does that end up in the gym floor? Exactly. Like, did they just leave it up in there and then walk out there, start playing? And it felt like, I don't, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I got the chills, the like you know, I was yeah, 
when you I just realize believe something what just that happened. you never would do. Yeah. As far as I know, it's still there. <laughs> it's gonna be like the new cheese touch. Yeah. 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 Funny story with the cheese touch, actually. Um, and Mount Vernon, I went to Mount Vernon High School, in high school, and then um, one of the kids in my grade—I shouldn't call him a kid; we're the same age. But one of the guys in my grade threw this piece of cheese my freshman year um, on the ceiling in the cafeteria. And if you haven't been there, it's like 30 feet tall at least, like really tall ceiling. And that cheese has been there ever since. And my sisters who go to school there now talk to me about how it's like this whole cheese touch thing. And everyone talks about it. I mean, you can't touch it because it's on the ceiling, but they're all waiting for it to fall down so they can start a whole new cheese touch at their school. Wow. Got to be part of that one. That's impressive. That is wild. So... Let me let me think here if I've got another funny story to tell because I I know I've got them in there. It's just let me ask a question. Bringing them up, yeah. If I'm allowed to, you can oh, cut yeah. this out, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> but I heard Eileen's having another baby. Yes. Okay. How does it make you feel as an uncle to have another? Is it nephew or niece coming along? Do they know yet? It's uh, another boy. Yeah. It's another boy. Yep. Ah, cool. I have two nephew, two boys as well, two yeah. nephews. Yeah. It's exciting. It's also like, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, but it's a lot too. Cause like the, just the one just is already the one a was lot. Already so yeah. Much. Yeah. I feel like what parents, what I hear a lot from parents is like the first one is always special because it's your first child. You don't really know how to act or anything, but by the time you have a second one or third, then it starts to come around and you've been a parent long enough. I mean, Ailey, if you're watching this, you probably will be. Congratulations. <laughs> I think you'll be just fine with another child. Yes, I, I hope so. You'll be so busy you can't even have the time to be depressed. Because yeah. <laughs> boys, they're crazy. Boys are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes they are. Okay. I, I know I got to funny story in there somewhere i just gotta think there's of one this. you haven't said yet on air. right yeah yeah there's gotta be something because like you know you could ask me a question and there's like actually a million experiences we've done but right in the it's moment just, you're sometimes you're just kind of like oh, have i done anything at all exactly <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of i'm reminiscing on a lot of our childhood memories um just trying to pull some of those up like we used to a lot of them are just us running out in the woods, a lot of the stories, but <laughs> we used to do a lot of fun stuff together. Like, you know, our families would do like uh, little Bible studies and we'd sing. I remember another, okay, this is a funny story. One of the first Bible studies that we ever did together with our two families. Um, and, uh, you know, your family, the tunes, all of them, all of you guys, <laughs> really musically inclined, very musically talented. So they would, they would, you know, uh, your dad, Yancey, would be playing the guitar and stuff like that. And I remember we were singing. And looking back on it, I was such a brat for this. But I was so embarrassed. And I, I got what I deserved. But I I was, like, making fun of, like, singing not seriously, though, or something. Like, trying to be goofy. I was always trying to be funny in the wrong moments. And, like, your dad, he didn't, like, get, like, aggressive or angry. But he kind of looked at me with this, like, he was just disappointed. And I was like, oh, oh. 
that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> I just sat there in silence, so embarrassed. Kids can get embarrassed, believe it or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh man, I would if I even got like the slightest look from anyone, I was mortified yeah. for ages. Um, well, I was gonna. Darn it! I had something there for a second, and I kind of lost it. But <laughs> what about um, how did interest you and Ily were growing up? Like, I remember one of your first birthdays that I went to. It was I don't remember the guy's name, but he was like an off-brand Indiana Jones that did dinosaur like like he had like cartoon dinosaurs and stuff and you had a whole birthday party themed after it okay we had to go and find the like dinosaur pinatas or something okay so that was my sixth birthday yes so i think yeah yeah it's my sixth birthday so i should get him on the podcast that would be so much fun um (laughs) so I think who you're talking about is Daniel Johnson. Yeah, and he had, maybe. like, movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah, he has some movies out there. Um, oh gosh, don't <laughs> tell him I said off-brand Indiana Jones. <laughs> More like great value, Indiana Jones. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we, my parents bought, like, a bunch of inflatable dinosaurs, I think. Yeah. And they, like, hid them around the property, and we had to go find them. That's how I remember it. Right. Oh, yeah. And there was a pinata on the swing set. And so here's the thing. When I was little, as we've said already on this podcast, I didn't know how to run. Okay. I could, <laughs> I could not run. I was the slowest person ever. I don't know what was up with my legs, but they just didn't work right. Okay. <laughs> so we went out to go find these dinosaurs, and I could not keep up. I mean, everyone just, like, took off running for these dinosaurs, and I was going as fast as I could, but everyone was just, like, so far ahead of me. Yeah. And so everybody got all these dinosaurs, and I wasn't able to find a dinosaur At because I was so slow. <laughs> wow. And so, I w- you know, how six-year-olds are. They're all sad when they can't. Right. And but, I mean, you put toddlers in a room and tell them there's a competition with candy involved or cake exactly, or something. Yeah. It's, it's on. <laughs> and so, yeah, I remember I didn't I didn't get any dinosaurs, and I guess I was sad about that. Woo. And then we did the pinata, which I don't remember a whole lot about that. I know we have a picture of it, though. And so, like, that's really vivid in my memory just because we have the picture. But I don't really remember anything about it. And we had like a pin the tail on the dinosaur yeah, for some reason. Like that. Those are That's all interesting. Fun. That's awesome though that I remember it yeah. still even though it was six. But. Yeah, because we, we, our family, I think I remember I was like five or six myself when we first became friends. Yeah. So that, that's right on track, right? Right. One of the first birthdays that I went to of yours. Yeah. I think I was four and Braden was three. Yeah. When, yeah. Wow, it's crazy. And that's something else. And Oakley was like just born. Right. Yeah. Newborn baby. Yeah, she was a little bitty. Yeah, it my very first so my very first memory of you. I have I have my very first memory of you is I was sitting here in my room right here where I am right now. 
I don't remember what I was doing, but you and Wyatt just burst into my room without saying, like, I didn't know who you were. I didn't know you were coming to my house. I didn't know anything. And you and Wyatt just run into my room, and I'm like, what the heck? And you tried to open my closet door, which was really hard to open for some reason. I don't know why. And you try, you guys tried to open my closet door, and you couldn't get it open. You're like, oh, it's locked. And then you ran out. <laughs> and I was just sitting there in shock. like, what And you were just here and witnessed the whole thing. Yeah, I was just like, what just happened? Just two people that I have no idea who they are just ran into my wow. room and tried to open my closet that isn't locked and said it was locked and ran out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it doesn't even have a lock exactly. on it. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck happened? We were crazy so, kids, that's that, for sure. That's my first memory of you and Wyatt. I don't <laughs> We must have got, I think my first memory that I can remember at least is meeting you guys at church. So I feel like we must have got an invite back home after. Right, that's probably what it was. But, you know, I was yeah. little. I wasn't paying attention yeah. to plans at that point. I guess you I was, was so four. Little, I, I was literally four. People. Yeah. I don't even know if I can look back on that <laughs> moment and remember if you were in here. <laughs> Just crazy looking for toys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, some of my first memories, too, are just, like, walking Oakley around the church. You know, I was so proud to help Oakley walk because she could, you know, she was yeah. only, like, nine months old or something. And then I remember Brayden made fun of me for how small my teeth were. And I was, and I remember just getting in this big argument. I'm like, your teeth are smaller than mine. And, <laughs> she's which, like three at the time. Right. And I, oh, I'm like 90% sure that her teeth actually were smaller than mine. <laughs> but, but you can't be a hundred. Right. I can't be a hundred because, you know, I was only four. So I right. could have been delusional about my own teeth. And toddlers and, are ruthless too. They'll go up and just oh, yeah, tell you just the tell truth. Just tell you the truth. Much. But little did she know. <laughs> My teeth are still the same size. She could <laughs> so never have she, known how bad that she, would hurt. <laughs> she definitely won that argument now. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one of my first memories of brain. And we also had a big argument about if if cheetahs or race cars were faster. And let me guess, she was team cheetah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And you were like, there's no competition at all. Right. They physically can't go as fast as a race car. But, right. you know, she was she, a kid and loved animals. And cheetahs yep. were the fastest animal in the animal kingdom. Yep. So they yep. were the fastest thing. Yep. And she loved, loved cheetahs so much yeah. back then. So that was like, I was attacking her identity at that point. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then she would just throw <laughs> insults at you. That would stay with you forever. Yeah. Man, I, I still am like. I still have very vivid memories of Brayden just traumatizing me on purpose. That's Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I ha and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know why we're just talking about Brayden, but <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of me just walking out this door right here. We were, like, having a bonfire down there or something. It was dark, and I walked out, and she just walked up to me and just pinched me super hard, and I just started crying, and I was like, why did you do that? And she just walked inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think just us browning kids as a whole are just different. We're just a little different. You guys were like so structured here. There was two, right, two parents, so two different. kids, one boy, one girl. I remember being in such shock. We went over to your house, and you know I was like five. We, me and Brayden, were probably both five at the time, or four or something. And Brayden 
got her own milk out and poured it and I was just in shock that she could do that. I was just like, what is happening? Like a I couldn't gallon. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, I was like, how is she strong enough to do that? And I was like, right. wait, how is she allowed to do that? Like, I was just, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> I think it was a pretty big culture shock for both our families, actually. Just kind of intertwined for a while, but... Yeah, I remember Oakley too because I I have the best memory of her being a baby. She, I mean, we were probably all like her, but you know, she was always trying to keep up with us, and she was out here like making herself cereal, at like before she could even eat it with right. a spoon properly, and like, <laughs> right, right, because she was the youngest. She was like always trying. She to was keep in up. the lion's yeah. den, yeah. <laughs> when you talk to her today, you'd think she's like a twenty-year-old, right? She's, but she's you know, only four. 15 yeah. 15 yeah yeah that is that is mind-blowing to me because like i have like kids in my like i have close friends that are like 13 and 14 you know and they're very very mature and then i also mm. have kids like in the after school program that are 13 and 14 and it's just like they're oh, kids wait. yeah yeah like these are little kids and then i have other people in their class that are like close friends to me it's right. mind-blowing it's just interesting well, I mean, the different rates yeah. that people mature exactly because it all comes down to maturity like we all have a physical time here on earth but you know some people may grow up and mature faster than others right and as you can tell since i have friends that are like 14 i'm probably pretty immature <laughs> right i mean i i live i love being immature i live for it yeah I, i'm always the guy that i'm like angry when people like they just won't do something because it's like not cool you know like it right. makes you look not cool it's like but you could have so much fun right now if you just let yourself but right. instead you're worried about what other people think exactly <laughs> Gosh, yeah. that's, that's a really valuable lesson to learn in life too though you know? yeah i mean you're gonna i mean the people that are like that i think eventually when they go through their own like actual mature phase they're gonna realize that what other people think doesn't matter as much if right. it's halting your life from being as good as it can be. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've gone on for quite a while. We have, huh? We Man, have. we've just been talking. Mm-hmm. I love podcasts. <laughs> podcasts do you, for the audio fun. version, do you put, like, music in there sometimes, too? or I don't. I've thought about it. It'd just be like fun. Just, like, some... some lo-fi really really subtle in the background <laughs> just like fade into the yeah. ending yeah it's just like a end end song right so so here's what our our ending is like we we uh i am bob the tomato you are larry the cable guy of course and <clears throat> larry we, the cable guy yep okay <laughs> um what is what's your favorite like uh broadcaster like like someone that's in an industry similar to what we're doing mm -hmm. now no like uh like espn or okay uh hulu or yeah let me let me i don't know his name right now can disney I pull, plus can i pull up my phone real quick because i got a person in my mind i just don't remember everyone's names i actually it's funny because we can go back to the nba question earlier i really it's not that i'm i have zero information of nba like and just in general i'm bad with names like i could meet you <laughs> in the next day and not remember your name i have to solidify like whenever i in, like meet new people i when they tell me their name i tell myself like 
something related to that name so I can try to remember it just mm-hmm. so I'm not rude to them when I see them again <laughs> and know that I've met them and don't remember their name. But with celebrities that don't care about me, I definitely don't remember. Okay. Oh, here it is. Let's say Bob. He goes by Bob, but Bob Minnery. He's um, a podcaster and a comedian. Uh, a lot of you guys who don't know that name, um, he was the guy that would do those exaggerated sport podcaster uh, like reactions, uh-huh. like when someone does something crazy and he'll like. He's really vulgar. He'll throw like cuss words in there and stuff. But like the way his voice is doing it, or like he'll do it over animal videos and just make it seem like it's a sport commentation. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I love comedy. I love humor. Putting humor in any genre is always a added bonus for me. So I think that's a pretty funny guy. And I watch the Nelk podcast too. Mm -hmm. I like. He's a character. I like him. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess what was his name again? Bob Minnery. Bob Minnery. I didn't know his last name was that. He just goes by Bob. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm Bob Minnery today, and you're Larry the Cable Guy, and you're watching the Bob Minnery podcast. Peace out. Peace. I've never said peace out in my life. Well, that Bob Minnery would, so. Cool.